Hey, this is Alaska, and you're listening to Song Miner. I'm a musician and a songwriter, and I've been writing songs for a really long time. Not as long as some of my heroes, of course, but long enough to know that it is one of those impossible jobs that will make a junkie out of you. It's chasing this weird, gritty magic, and your biggest competition often is yourself, is your past catalog. You know, you're always trying to write better songs than you did before, and yeah, I think that's what makes us writers obsessed. And that's why I want to explore that in this podcast. Now, the reason I say that a song is like a weird kind of crazy magic is because if you write a really good one, it's immortal. Or at least it has a shot at immortality. You know, it's a memory, it's a vibe, or it's like this flat out earworm jam that you let loose into the world and it lives forever. I don't really know what constitutes all these things. And I don't know how to make a hit, I mean, clearly. <laughs> but I am very interested in the lives that songs take on and how the people that make these songs make them, where they get the inspiration from. So I'm a big Merle Haggard fan, and Merle Haggard speaks about this phenomena, I guess, of being in competition with one's past catalog. I would do this in a Merle Haggard voice, but you have to listen to more episodes before I start getting nutty. (laughs) Okay, so he says, he says to American songwriter, he says, I keep hoping to find a way to write a song that will move up to number one in my gathering of material, one that's better than anything I've ever written. That's what keeps me alive. That hope that I'll write the song that'll knock me out and that will be better than Working Man Blues and better than Mama Tried. That's my reason for believing. So that was Merle Haggard. Great songwriter. A uh, crush of mine when I was in middle school, weirdly enough. I just, I loved his albums. I still do. That's Merle Haggard's take on songwriting. And then, you know, someone like PJ Harvey has a different approach. I'm not particularly a musician because I think a large amount of the work actually goes on in my head more than anything else. And I almost use instruments just as tools in order to bring the song to fruition. The song is much more to do with the thought that's gone behind it, the words I've slowly collected, the atmosphere and visuals that I have. Songs are very visual for me, almost like little films that I see and characters that I see in them. That's PJ Harvey. And I think she was talking to the New Yorker when she said that. And I just thought that was a very interesting thing because, again, to her, it's all about the song. It's about the song. And also her alluding to this magical world in her head. That's what I want to crack in this podcast. I want to find out what is going on in PJ Harvey's head. Okay. I just want to know. I want to know how you get that really good song. So when I was younger, I wrote a lot of songs just heart to page, straight from my heart, straight to the paper. And I still do that now, but often I sit down and really think about what it is that I want to write. I think, what do I want to say in this song? What do I want to feel in this song? And also, what do I want to try to make other people feel in this song? I mean, that's an impossible task, but you can still try. Often it gets me thinking about these musicians that I really admire and these songs that I really admire from my history, songs that always inspired me. And so I think, how did Paul Westerberg write Nobody? 
how did Dylan write Tangled Up in Blue, which is a song that's basically an entire lifetime in six minutes. Or how did Prince write Little Red Corvette? I saw online somewhere that he had the idea for it while he was sleeping in a band member's car. But in general, it's an insane song because sonically, it's beautiful, it's evocative, it feels like a movie. And lyrically, it's all of that. And then it's also a very interesting commentary on something that people don't usually explicitly write about because it's tender, but it's critical and it's nuanced and it's just, it's just really cool. I mean, Prince is just really cool. So that, <laughs> there we go. I also want to know, how did Bobby Gentry write that unsolvable Southern mystery, murder mystery that is Ode to Bully Joe? How did Joni Mitchell write this very cutting, very vulnerable portrait of an affair that is Coyote? How did these people write these really amazing songs? How do they do it? Anyways, I still don't know how it happens, but it does. And that's what I want to investigate in this podcast. Not just the process, but the spark, the sheer stupid luck of writing a really good song or better yet just having one fall from above into your lap like a gift from the songwriting gods i'm not going to pretend that i know the answers but this is the journey we're going to go on let's go chase that spark let's do it (laughs) 